everybody, welcome to the last piece of this wonderful Idaho trip that we basically had around five of the best Idaho breweries. As you can see, I'm not in the Britain Yankee pub for this one. I'm here at Hotline and standing on the other end of the brewery with me, Woody's hat on, because it's cold in here, of course, so he has to wear the hat. Um, is my good chum, Ken McMullen, who I'm very glad to say is here to help me try two beers today. Hi, Ken. Hey, Phil. And let's be clear. This is to hide this. Oh. Otherwise, it would be like this. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got mine hanging out. Look at that, you see? This is what COVID does to you. It does good haircuts. Oh, this is what right COVID on. does. Yeah. <laughs> That's getting out of hand. <laughs> well, there we go. Down below us, well, I don't know how you see this, when we, we've got this gallery view and speaker view thing going on. So anyway, below me, I'm very pleased to say Mr. Mark Nasky has come to his final brewery. It's Family 2C Brewery. And with him is head brewer, correct? Yes. Daniel, Shammy, Alvin Mullins. Alvin Mullins. And Order. Mark, you know and Mark. And Mark. Thank yeah, you man. very much. <laughs> yeah, we're out here in Nampa, Idaho. So yeah. Yes. Now, yeah. where are you exactly in Boise? Well, so we're on the outskirts of Boise. Like, Boise's kind of like L.A. back in the day, where it used to be one little town, and then you go through some farm country and reach the next town and so on and so forth. We've grown out so far that we're at a point where it's just one big swath of land of, that people are living in. And so Nampa is kind of like Boise. It's just very much you cross more neighborhoods, and now you're in a place called Nampa. Hey, yeah, Phil, we're like 20 minutes out. I mean, yeah, we're about 10 minutes or 10 miles west of the last place we were in. Okay. Okay. Well, we've we had a great trip around Boise. So, so before, before we ask any more questions, it's beer tasting time. Oh, get in. And well, I want to ask a question. Oh, yes. Go it's, ahead, Ken. It's 2C Family Brewing, right? That's correct. Yes. And, and yeah. what does what is the significance of that name? So, Why did you pick that? So the the number in Idaho, all our license plates are uh, by the the alphabetical order of your county, and so we're in Canyon County, which is the second C county in Idaho, and so on all our license plates it says two C. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So that's two C or not two C? That is the question. <laughs> That was our that never was my that first IPA thought. Was uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. you guys are drinking beer, so we've got to drink beer. So we have here Karma Kolsch, which is coming in at five point two, and I do have a glass here, which I'm going to carefully place on my computer, and hopefully I don't spill it, and I'll crack it open. And I'm going to do that for the camera over there. There we go. And I have a beautiful glass, and we're going to pour that out. Oh, it's looking good. Oh, yes. I like that. And now I have to give it to my friend, Mr. Ken. Thank you. Now he's got it. <laughs> there we go. He's pouring it out. Now, this is an absolutely fantastic golden yellow color. Beautiful. And I'm getting a beautiful uh, Kolsch. Yeah. Is there any breadiness in this? Well, let's taste it and find out. Ken would know more about it than mm. me. I just know what I like. It's got a nice, nice malty aroma. Oh, yes. Now, this has 
beautiful kind of that, that ready, just, slight ready thing going on. Yeah. There. Kind of biscuity, malty. Yeah. yeah. Easy drinking. Yeah. Fantastic. Like a cold beautiful. Now, beautiful. I too. see what? It's beautiful too. Fantastic color. Good looking beer. Thank I like the lacing that's going down nicely. Look at that. Excellent. <laughs> so is this the first Kolsch you guys have uh, brewed? Yeah. Yeah, this is the first one, and Mark here helped us with it. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, too. Old traditional style. It's kind of cool to cut your teeth on these old historical kind of beers, and uh, we definitely have the setup to do it. So it was really nice to be able to utilize everything we have to produce such a delicate kind of beer. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask the elephant in the room question. Okay. There is a brewery in our area who also yeah. does Karma Kolsch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you steal their name? <laughs> yes. yes. 100%. Yes. No. no we, 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 we figured they wouldn't come to Idaho after us. So we, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they actually invited. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. When, when there's no COVID, the, there's going to be a more direct link. But this is very much a collaboration beer. Ah, splendid. Yeah. So in other words, you're kind of producing it under license or in collaboration? Let's go with the second half of yeah, that. The, in the collaboration. collaboration. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> that other one sounds a little little more official. Yeah, we don't have any kind of formal thing with Church Street, but... Uh, yet. Yet, but we're working towards it. Yeah, man. But that, that's generally the way that it goes, right, Ken, with breweries? It's collaboration and not competition. Yeah. No, it's totally. It's the wine and dine. Yeah. No, you got to take me out for a good time first, you know, then license stuff can come up later. Yeah. <laughs> Getting on with restaurants. So let's, yeah, find, there you go. let's find out a little bit uh, about uh, you um, uh, and how you got into brewing. Oh. Um, let's start with Alvin, because he obviously is one of the owners. So he's got a skin in the game, right? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> so I, I was uh, I was in software for a long time. And I sold my last company and I was been homebrewing for over 20 years. And I approached my best friend and was teaching him how to homebrew, happened to be in the military at the time. So he was stationed overseas in Turkey. And while he was there, I came up with the idea of sort of the genesis of this idea. And that was about five years ago. And then uh, three years later, we actually start working on the building. Uh, the building that we're in right now is 100. It's the oldest building in downtown Napa. It's 105 years old. And uh, it's a whole challenge in itself of putting a brewery in an old building like this. Uh, but uh, that's how we got to where we are today. And then uh, Daniel came along and it's just been fantastic. Yeah. And then Mark came along and he yeah. made it even better. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And the rest is history, as they say. So how, how long have you guys been open? Since June the 29th of 19, uh, 2019. So Ooh. almost two years. We're coming up on. Oh, two okay. Years. Cool. And Dan, what's your background? Uh, you know, I started, I'm, I'm a local kid here in Idaho. I'm from Idaho. Uh, yeah, I just uh, got into beer as many do by drinking it. And I jumped into the job side of things when I thought this was something I was really into. Um, 
and I kind of just schmoozed my way back into the into a brewery and I humped a lot of kegs and you know really put in the hard work and just worked my way up I mean it, it's uh wasn't an educational background as much as like well, no, yes, it was. It's just, you know, a little different. On the job so, education. Yeah, yeah, on the job. Yeah. Um, which is cool here in Idaho. There's a lot of odd resources to pick from. So uh, it's it's a very tight-knit community, and you just – everybody learns from each other. It's very much not uh, heavily competitive yeah. as much as it, it's very um, uh, collaborative, and everybody's really happy to help out. So it, it's – so learning here is particularly awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it was just school of hard knocks, you know, get it done and work hard and work your way up. And He's being, he's being a little bit modest in who he worked for and who he worked under. Cause he, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he learned a lot of good stuff, but he was like an R&D brewer. Yeah, point, I, so, yeah, yeah, no, I, I've – we. We've done a lot of competition beers and stuff. I used to work uh, over at Ten Barrel. I worked uh, under some local guys here too, and uh, yeah, I was able to like tap their resources, which is really nice. They're uh, they don't withhold much, so it's very cool to be able to throw questions out and actually, you know, get some educational background. And, um, I was able to learn from people that know a lot more than I do, like Mark here. So it's been really nice to be able to like, you know, I don't know how the hell Mark showed up, but like it was really great that he showed up. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how he shows up. He's just got a sniff malt. He was right there. It's like a, he's like a bloodhound. You're right. I'll tell you, man, he'll pull out any little flaw you got going on in there and tell you what you did wrong. It's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. I'm always curious about the system you're brewing on. Uh, I'm running a, oh okay yeah it's a 10 barrel system uh we we have a steam jacketed mash tun uh it's all steam uh a lot softer boil and whatnot and and we're we're able to do decoctions and we're able to do steps and and some fun you know german styles or belgian styles and kind very of cool. reproduce them at a sense that we're we're very comfortable with are um, you guys a production brewery or are you like a brew pub or what's what kind of bird? We're we're gonna we're gonna you know due to this last year of craziness, we're probably gonna roll into more package, doing cans, doing stuff like that. Uh, we've been heavily focused in draft. Uh, fortunately, here in Idaho, draft is still a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we're able to get out to a, a market and a restaurants and whatnot that are still trucking and doing doing their thing. Um, but the inevitable is gonna happen. We're we're just gonna have to go into package and you know, keep pushing down that road. So yeah. we were initially not interested in packaging at all. We were interested in actually growing by growing tap rooms. Very much the tap room model. Yeah. It's, and, a, um, it's a good model. But well, the, it was. But the virus sort of put an end to that kind of model. And so yeah. 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 We, we feel it's a temporary end, though. I mean, it, it very easily it could, could bounce back, back here. Uh, you know, it's a... It's a uh, we have a type of people here that need to go out for some live music and get out of the house, and, you know, live their lives and whatnot. So yeah. it's, it's cool to see that's still very prevalent in our community. And, and one thing I, I, I need to say, I've developed the process where we get by doing single digoxin with one pump and so we're not grinding the grain so we don't have stuck meshes or anything else like that. So 
So it works well with this system. So, decoction, that brings yeah. us nicely into our next beer, which I'm going to put my glass oh, I love on, it. because we have the second beer that we need to taste, and that is... Switching, yeah, yeah, I'm switching out. Oh, really? Again, oh, another go. name that we know well, you know, so, <laughs> so I'm going to grab my uh, glass here, carefully put it on my computer again. This would be awful if I spilled it on it because oh, it suddenly go Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh crack this one open. So I'll do a nice pour. Now, okay, this so one wait. immediately I see a lighter color and a nice white head. Am I right in that, Mark? Yes. There we go. I'm passing it over. There we it go. That's good. It is now pouring it out. That's good. So this is definitely yeah, a lot lighter. Cool. <laughs> that's cool, man. Now, do you have do you have uh, Hellas with you? Are you drinking Hellas? I switched with you. I yeah, we got away. Hey, 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 cheers, guys! Cheers! Cheers! Close. So now we'll be able to. Oh yeah, we've got glasses. We can actually do that. There we go. <laughs> We're in the same room. We can do it right here. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, now. Uh, this is going to be interesting because I have long wanted to try a Kolsch and then a Hellas Lager and see if I can really identify the difference. So here goes. Cool. I love that. That's super cool. A little bit lighter. And I'm getting a little sweetness. How about you, Ken? Yep. I get a, a little more of the lingering uh lager smoothness in this okay yeah very cool. you guys nailed it yeah yep now i gotta ask have you had a heavenly hellas mm. from the church street dudes oh yeah man oh yeah oh, well, come on how did we do it's fantastic these beers are so hard to make because any flaw stands out there's nothing covering it up yeah, it's kind of me. You're naked. You're naked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So the, these are clean and they're delicious. Yeah, it's you great. You may have a beanie. I, mean, I, I, I haven't had a heavenly Hellas lager for a long time. So I'm going to have to use my brain to think back. How was it? I thought that it was a little sweeter, maybe. It was. The heaven, I thought the, so, the too. I thought ours was a bit drier. Yeah. Yeah, we may. Yep. If I may say something, we we dried it up a little bit on purpose for these guys. They kind of like it a little bit better that way. Yeah. It it's definitely welcomed around here. Yeah, most of our beers finished pretty dry. Yeah. And yeah, we like the, we like that profile. So now um, this is well. I mean, I I can't fault it. It's a great beer to drink. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been doing, you've been doing where what did i do oh i gave the can to him you've been doing oh. the pint cans right yeah yeah um and in some of our other guys that we talked to oh here it comes thank you very much look at it it's over here oh there's still some in here how, how good for me <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the guys we've been talking to have had done the 12 ounces you've done the 16 is yeah. this going to be your choice of size yes yeah and are you going to do four packs? Four packs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bring because, the pub home if yeah, you can. The, the, uh, the, the grocery stores and what have you that sell the package like those better than a six pack of 12s. Right. Yeah. 
And certainly yeah. your label certainly stands out. There we go. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, we paid a lot of money for that see. label, yeah. Now, I know you've written on the back of these, but you're actually going to do proper labels when you distribute? Absolutely. It'll yep, be okay. very similar to that label, but uh, it won't have, obviously, the handwritten thing. We're doing all those on an October canning uh, machine. So, um, in fact, our head canner just came in. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we do all those by hand, actually, one at a time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've well, got I've got an October seamer too, and we're doing twelves yeah. and sixteens on it. But we're we're doing it to order. Yeah, um, that's what we do. Filling yeah. them, and people didn't buy them, and you just don't have yeah, when much we, shelf life. When we had to that, go to to take out or, right. or delivery yeah. only, we went we went heavy on the cans, and of course, mm -hmm. then we hit the aluminum shortage, which we just got our first half pallet last week. That we haven't had since uh, October, you, I think, or something like that. Do you guys have yeah. mobile canners out there? We do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. what we'll be using to start yeah. off. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. How good beer? You should get it out there, man. I, do I, I do I do I see an Oktoberfest, a Marzen in your future? Uh, we have one on right now, actually. Oh. We'll, we'll we uh, we'll have to send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll send you a Marzen. We'll send you. A, uh, we're gonna do a Doppelbach and a Maybach. Oh here. Yeah. yeah. So you get yeah. those coming. There. So are you only yeah. doing German styles? A lot of German, a lot of Belgium, uh, and we're taking on. We're kind of doing the the old world approach to things and seeing if we can find historical styles or something. Uh, you know, America doesn't ha have very deep waters with that, so it's a lot more fun to. We just made a Zeugel beer out of <laughs> northern Bavaria. He's so excited about, about yeah, the Zeugel, dude. Beer. <laughs> the first one in this area, okay. Zwickel, I think it's Oh, Zwickel, yeah, right. Yeah, Zeugel. <laughs> Very Zwickel, nice. Zwickel. I kept saying that he'll correct you, Zeugel. Yeah. Uh, uh, is there any barrel aging in your future, or are you doing it now? We're doing it now. Yeah, uh, we did a barrel aged quad. Uh, we got a triple that came out that was just, I'm very into. Um, yeah, Mexican lager. Uh, we we just did a Baltic Porter literally today. Uh, the barrel aged thing's a lot of fun. I mean, that's it's, it's kind of more of an afterthought towards the beers. I mean, if we can do it, we do. But... Uh, yeah, we don't design beers just to barrel it. No, yeah. if it makes sense, it makes sense. And so, yeah, we've, we've been going down a pretty slow road with the barrel aging projects, but they're, they've been turning out really nice. Uh, and the Belgian beers are particularly a good. Overall, we make a Mexican lager with some corn finish, another sort of silky dry finish that we give to it. And it's by far our best seller out, out in the market, out in restaurants and stuff, because it it fits with almost every kind of food. Yep. And in Idaho, the beer palette is perhaps less developed than Chicago is, or uh, say uh, Bend, Oregon is, or any of those kinds. Of I'll, I'll tell you, from being from here, everything is like ten years behind, yeah. despite the internet. So it was cool, you know. As a kid, you go to California, get your clothes, come back, and everybody's like, "Where the hell did you get that? I can't even yeah. believe it. You look like you're from the future." But uh, no, no, it's it's cool. Uh, the Pacific Northwest opens up a lot of doors for experimentation, but there's definitely the niche things people like, like stouts, IPAs, 
big yeah. bold amounts of alcohol uh, a lot lately. Of hops. <laughs> a lot of hops. Yeah. yeah, a lot of hops. Like that, you know, palate wreckers, things that don't pair so well with your meal, <laughs> more like it's an afterthought, you know? <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, you know, we used to be known for ambers, nut browns, you know, these, these more 90s kind of oriented beers. They lasted a long time. And they're still some of my favorites, but we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence of that. Um, we're actually seeing a lot more lagers come into the market. We are, yeah. It's odd, man. Yeah. The the way people are drinking is shifting drastically. I well, mean, month to month. It yeah, used to be pretty solid. Yeah, I, I think it's a bit of lower. People are looking for lower alcohol alternatives to the eight, nine, yeah. 10, 11 percent beers. You know, and so. Yeah. Most of our beers are 5% or lower, mm-hmm. and uh, we do have the whales out there, but, you know, that's for the whale hunters, mostly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, we you, definitely you, want you to, like, get out of here safely. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> you got somebody who's walking backwards and forwards back behind there looking very busy. That's, chief, that's Kelsey. She's our chief uh, canner. She's the... She's, she basically owns the October machine for us, but uh, she's like the most useful person in the room. Yeah, I she's mean, more honestly. useful than any of us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Come, come say hi to Phil and come Ken say hi here. To Phil and Ken from Chicago. Here. This is this is what we like to see. We like hi. to see. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm the famous canner. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, she's actually doing work. Yeah, she's the only one here doing work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Nice we got, we got you. your beer here. There we go. Heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. That's I'm pretty awesome. sure she canned that for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you put that <laughs> on the top cool. right there. If you there. can read the yeah. label, she canned it. I can tell you <laughs> well, I good for you. Can. Apparently, you're, you are the worker bee who they can't do without. No, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yep. Good to see you. Don't Cheers. Leave. Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> no, it's an interesting discussion. You always, you always hear the uh, IPA is is sometimes the top seller, but most places that are selling a lot of beer on site, the top selling beer is the easiest drinking, you know, yeah. lager, or if you don't have a lager, blonde ale or something like that. So right. it's interesting that out in Idaho, it's it's similar. Yeah. It's still, yeah, it's similar. It's growing that way. It's still sort of IPA heavy, I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do want to tell you is that Idaho, um, we source almost everything we make beer from from the state, and there's not many states you can do that in. That's uh, true. We're number we're number two in hops, we're number one in barley, and we're number one in wheat, or number two in wheat actually. Uh, so he's got a hop name after it, right? Idaho hop. Idaho seven, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Idaho gems and Idaho yeah. sevens. There's more coming down the pike. Well, you know, like our our malt provider is like ten minutes up the road. Which oh. is a rare thing. Man. Yeah, it's really that's a very rare thing. Our our hops are not quite that close. They're about forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's insane. It really is. Uh, we're that's cool. We're moving that far behind the industry. Like you know, seeing IPAs be in the yeah. forefront of of sales and whatnot. It makes sense to me because of the freshness of everything. Yeah, right. I mean, right. it's not necessarily a beer you'd want to be drinking. You know few months deep right it's mm-hmm. something you want as fresh as possible uh, and you definitely see the difference on draft here so it's pretty cool to be able to do that um it, it's not some you know we'll we'll import like german malt and whatnot 
uh, especially for German beers. Um, but as time is progressing, we're seeing the quality here in Idaho just go through the roof, yeah. especially on our kilners and our maltsters and whatnot. It's been, it's really cool. So as the uh, drinking trends change, I think we're going to see these guys become more and more of a player in what we do. Yeah, we're actually uh, yeah. talking with a, a hop grower to grow Noble Hops here. Oh, yeah. Which will be the wow. Even, even Washington and Oregon don't grow Noble Hops. So we're we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Importing Nobles is weird, but, you know, especially when they're just there's hops grown right up the road and you're like, God, just grow what I need, man. You know? Well, I know uh, we do have some Illinois hops that are grown locally. Um, yeah. I do have a beer that I'm sending to Mark. Uh, which hopefully he'll be able to share with you. A Hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he's good about it. by uh, a downstate brewery that both Ken and I went to, Riggs Beer Company. I'm going to give them a ding. If I have, I have a bell that I give a ding, you know, to a sponsor's <laughs> bell, if you will. Didn't bring it. Not a sponsor, but. <laughs> Hold on, we got a bell for you. We got a bell. Hey, Where'd he go? He's got a, a bell. bell. Oh, he's got a bell. Hey, be... <laughs> good man. I knew, I, I knew that was there for some reason. <laughs> so, uh, Ken, do you think we can do a cheers across here? Can we? If I, oh, I got to go that way. There we go. Can you go that way? Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Lift it up a bit, and then cheers. Cheers. <laughs> on my screen, it's opposite. <laughs> it's a lot easier if I just do this. Yeah. There, go. there you go. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, guys. It's been a thank fascinating trip thank around you. Idaho breweries. Mark, thank you very much. And I love the way that you've got that beautiful T-shirt on. Yeah. You gave it to <laughs> me. Excellent. I've changed the logo a bit since we then, but uh, mostly that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, so next, ta next so time we talk, easy. guys, if you're going to send me a package of beer, we could do a whole show on you guys. <laughs> Oh, oh look at that. I'm begging oh, for beer. Yeah, done. Yeah, done. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Well, that, well absolutely. Phil, Phil and Ken, what we'd like you to do is come out to Idaho. I'd love to come love out to come there. there. <laughs> yeah, come We will, we will come up when things are quieting down a little bit. And when I've got my vaccination, <laughs> when he's got his vaccination, and when both of our wives allow us to come. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for the real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mark, thank you very much but for putting have, this you together. A, you have a permanent uh, invite. What's yeah. you say? When you're ready. Yeah. Oh, you're cheers. Ready. Yeah, thanks cheers. a lot, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next cheers, time, guys. and let's go to Idaho. Yeah. Oh, nice plane, Ken. I like that. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. Mm. Chuggable.